0: Boom. Okay, so I have hit record. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we're being joined by Adrian and Chris of Avaland, who are going to share some sorcery secrets. They have a beautiful new album that's coming out called Theater of Sorcery on April 2nd, 2021 via Rock Shots Records, and yeah, so let's chat about this album. So boys, number one, welcome to the show. Thank Thank you. you. Absolutely great to have you on. Now, one of the things you guys had mentioned, and I have to remember to speak slower, uh, but first interview in English. So- Yeah, right, very first one. Tell us about that. What is it like going from having this record not even done to now you're chatting with somebody in English for the first time in Canada?
1: It feels um, exciting. Um, it, it was. We were at so much miles from this, and now um, the uh, our production is, is becoming to is becoming a, a mondial production. So that's um, that's pretty exciting
2: and um, that's awful too. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit scary sometimes, but but never mind. <laughs>
1: it's
2: okay. It's we cool. have to
1: do this, and we yeah. we are so happy to do this. Yeah, and the way it comes, and so.
0: Hmm. okay, perfect. and then the other thing you guys mentioned was we have Chris here who, to my understanding, is the important guitar player. <laughs> I don't know if I am the important one,
2: but uh, I'm one of the two guitarists so uh,
0: he's the president that's my one. job he's I- the president I'm the present one, one. <laughs> well, the
2: one the more beautiful one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. I mean, come on, Lucas. Get with the program. Uh, is one of you like the lead guitar player and the other one the rhythm guitar player? Uh, uh, no, not really. We are both uh, rhythmic and uh, guitar
2: play- and uh, lead guitar players. Okay. I did some solos. Uh, Luca did uh, some others. There is no real lead guitarist in
0: Avalon. Okay. Because I was curious after I'd heard the record especially because it's called you know, the metal opera how you guys orchestrated th- the whole thing with like a traditional metal setup you know two guitars bass drums. sorry yeah uh,
1: i am um, when i created Avalon, uh i was alone with my musics uh, and with myself was so sad, you know, and to be more happier I, uh, and to bring the, the, this project uh, where, he is, where he is now, um, I decided to call uh, some of the musicians I know in, in, my, in my life. Then I called Chris, and, and
2: then it became fabulous.
1: <laughs> so Chris is like my brother, he's my best friend, we, we live in the same flat, so um, it was obvious to, uh, to, to call him in the project. I also call uh, Lucas, who is one of the best guitarists I know um, in, uh, in my family, friends, uh, and um, uh, I also know my, ba- my best uh, Camille, uh, because he, he went from my other past band named Isery, a little band we just made a, an EP. And for Leo, we, we know him in the, in the metal sphere of uh, Grenoble, where we live in France. Mm-hmm. and um, then when when we were all together um I show us the music I composed, and they arrange uh, all, all the members arrange it um to to bring some spices and to bring their 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 own emotions in the project and um, and then we we, we work with the the, the first Woster of Avaland and there were uh, another part of the orchestration of all of this that was to call the, the guests. So uh, we called some um, um, local guests, like, uh, for example, uh, Emmanuel Son, who sings in the band Rising Still. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the the more sc- most scary thing was to call uh, the, the, the big guests as uh, Ralph Shippers from uh, Primalfia, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Stevens from Cervetage, uh, from uh, TSO. And, uh, and Zaya uh, Zaghetti from Mirat. It was uh, very scary, but uh, I'm so happy they, uh, they are in the project now and it was a creative thing.
0: How did you get the chance to reach out to, say, for example, Ralph from Primal Fear? Uh, do you know him already or was that just like a shot in the dark, just an email that you sent? I just met
1: him in a concert in Gronau when he played with Primal Fear. Mm-hmm. But um, the the principal the principal act was to send an email, of course. And um, I was uh, was just with I just showed my ambition and the music uh, I composed, and he answered, "Okay, I, I like it.
0: Uh, I will I will go on your project." Okay, what was that like to have him just say yes? <laughs> crazy! The,
1: the the first one who who said yes uh, uh, in the into the big yes was Zach Stevens. It was especially for uh, Christmas Day. Uh, <laughs> that was my birthday gift. <laughs> we, we were at the bar and um, while drinking some beer, I just uh, received an email and Zach Stevens answered yes. I go on your project, <laughs> and that's fucking crazy. You you just you can't realize until you you do. I really realized when Zach sent me the, the vocals he made, it uh, was just like a, a child meeting uh, Santa Claus. You know, it's, it, it's not true. It, it's hard to, to, to think it's real when, mm-hmm. it, when it comes.
0: hmm Exactly. Now, something you mentioned there, uh, Adrian, was you were in a bar having beer. So yeah. this had to have been a while ago. How long has this record been in production?
1: Very long. <laughs> the, um, the very first songs were composed five years ago. And the the lastest maybe two years ago. It's the Gypsum Flower, the, the longest song of the album, is the, the last one I composed for this album. And we first record a first version of the album, but uh we we find that it was not um, ha, uh, with, with the quality that Ralph and Zach Stevens showed with their vocals for example so we decided to make it again to increase the quality of the album I made new orchestrations and we uh, Luca and Chris uh, brought uh, new guitar lines uh, a little more more um, uh, death melodic, uh, melodic death, riffy. Uh, yeah, that's riffing, that's part example. of
2: Lucas' job, yeah. Um, and uh, he did, uh, he made, sorry, some solos. I did, I made some uh, other mm. one. So
1: we we also let Camille play a, a more c- complete uh, kind of uh, of bass lines. Mm. Uh, mm. And for example, on the on uh, the song "Holy Kingdom of Fools." he made a great slap and uh, that's fucking crazy. And then we, 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 we really, all, all of the, the man's, all the bodies increased the level of the, uh, of the quality. And, um, and then we arrived today uh, with uh, this uh, album uh, finished and ready to, to be released. Uh But Uh it was long, it was really long.
0: Okay, cool. But I mean, worth it and uh, you mentioned Camille it also says here that he plays a double bass so he's actually playing
1: yeah yeah he he, he played a uh, double bass on uh, the ballad of the album I'll be ready for your love and he, he Camille is, uh, comes from uh, jazz so uh, it will like a, uh, go back to, to his roots to, to put some uh, double bass in the album Okay. And uh, maybe on the second album he will put a little more double bass. Yeah, would really interesting.
0: Yeah, maybe get
1: him to do some cello too. Uh, cello, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe more on the third one. Oh no, on the second one. On the second? There, there, there is maybe. Oh yeah, there yeah. is yeah. one. Song, I forgot it. There is I one it. song I'd like to play uh, some cello, some real cello, not a VST cello.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one. Right. Yeah, cello. Uh, you guys mentioned a second album. Is there already another album in the works? Yes, and we're
1: going to start to arrange it uh, very soon. I just uh, finished the, um, uh, the very first versions. I just changed something that I found too weird today because, first one, uh, the. the the first song I, read, I I composed for the second album are from two years ago. So mm-hmm. I, I have I like to have sometimes to when I compose to to think about it to, to rearrange it to uh, to put more to uh, to, to put less uh, to 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 make um, a good uh, pre prod before all the guys. Uh, have the music and arrange it. So yes, the second album is already composed. Uh, I'm near from uh, finishing the the lyrics and uh, we, we hope we can record it in October, November.
0: Okay. Is it something that's going to be similar to the first album where you're mostly done and then you bring the guys in or are the guys a little more active this time around?
1: Maybe a little more active, I think. I think because now we, we really know each other as a family. Yeah. So we, mm, we really know what the other can do. And we, mm, the, the, it's very uh, symbiotic. Uh, uh, we work uh, this way. And now um, I'm not afraid of what they can do. Uh, so uh, maybe they will be more active on the second one.
0: Okay. Now, going back to... This album, the first album. Uh where did I see that thing that I wanted to ask you? Uh okay, so this album, Theater of Sorcery, and I'm reading this out loud, presents the story of a young sorcerer who could bring the light back in the kingdom of Avaland, and he <laughs> have to learn to control his powers. That's improper English, but that's okay. He has to learn to control his powers. Linked to the storm, so take us through this concept that I just read out loud. What is this album about? Theater of Sorcery. It's a kind of um, an allegory. Yeah, yes, yeah, an allegory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, allegory. Kind of,
1: uh, 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 behind the story, there's a kind of allegory of what I lived uh, being um, a teenager and to. To, to write the music uh, I wrote and to do, to know what uh, I will have to do with this music uh, like the music is the power of the young sorcerer and you will have to learn to do with this power with those powers so um, it, it was a kind of um, it, it's related with what I live but it just, uh, it's just it's not a real philosophical uh, uh, tale it's just a uh, um, uh, how to say it it Hmm? how to say it your words are are too complicated complicated. Um, (laughs) there's a similarity with what I did okay that's really philosophical
2: yeah it's kind of your teenager's years um, transposed in um,
0: Eric's fantasy world
1: yeah Yes, yes, that's a good uh, that could resume be.
0: Good mm-hmm. And I just looked up how to say allegory in French, and it's the same thing, allegory. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so evidently, you guys got that word from us. So. <laughs> just kidding. We all know it went the other way around. Uh, cool. So it must be a Latin word, allegory. Does it mean that? Yeah, it would mean the same thing. That's fantastic. Let's go to the etymology of the word allegory. But in the meantime, while I'm looking that up, something else you mentioned, uh, Adrian, was that the last song on the album that you wrote was actually track number two, Gypsum Flower. Uh, Yeah. So was the album already, like the tone of the album already set so you knew what to write, and Gypsum Flower was just a natural consequence?
1: Or... Uh it's it's very special for this first album because I had all my songs but I did not know I, 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 did, I did not know what to do with these songs and I just realized that I have other songs to make um, uh, a, a metal opera with a real story but Gypsum Flower was not composed uh, at this moment and it just after listening to last Adagio album Life that uh, I, will, I, I was like a a Revelation, and I just composed gypsum flower, and I, I I like so much the song that I I say to myself it's not it's not possible to not put it into uh, avalanche. So um, so it, because it's a song that presents a little the, uh, the 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 starting of the story, it is in the the second position, but um, uh, at the beginning it was not all. Um, Placed, it was it wasn't uh, uh, built like this. But for the the, the next albums, uh, I have already all, uh, write on papers to to make it more uh, um, how to say. I forgot the word the word in French too. For <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can't help you.
2: Uh, or
1: only is um, is a reason for the for the next albums and for the the next stories.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the word in French that you were you were saying or that you wanted to say? I forgot it. I forgot it too. Yeah, uh, the well, black hole. Tabel no. <laughs> neck, uh, which would be Canadian French. So you guys probably wouldn't know what tabel neck means. Uh, cool. So allegory is a Greek word. And then it went into Latin, and then from Latin it went into Old French, and then from Old French it made its way into Late Middle English. Okay. Yeah. Isn't, that's, that's Good to know. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> <laughs> Not as exciting as The Holy Kingdom of Fools. You mentioned there's some slap bass on that track. Uh, yeah. Is it because you guys wanted to get funky or were you guys looking for more of a, dare I say, new metal sound? Because Korn had that oh. kind
1: of... <laughs> it's, just- <laughs> it's, it's just our basis. He's it's yeah. a crazy guy. He, he, he's a guy listening to Polyphia, to Prim- Primus. Uh, he's also a great fan of Pastorius. And he, sometimes he makes a little too much. But on this chor- on the chorus of Holy Kingdom at 4, that sounds so crazy and the, the, the song is um, um, tells about some um, some crazy crazy things, like the, um, the 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 people who just want to wear this kind of clothes because everybody will wear this kind of clothes, uh, just like this music because everybody like this kind of music, oh. uh, so uh, they, they are the, the fools. So uh, they're the kind of. Letting Cami play slap uh, on the chorus were was right with the the the, the message be, yeah. behind the the song.
2: Yeah, I, I remember you wrote fundamentals not. Yeah, He was like fundamentals. <laughs> what is that shit? I'm gonna slap this. <laughs> Quarter notes just say no slap.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Camille. Now, um, I guess one of my other questions is. How did Rock Shots get involved in the process? Were you guys already signed while working on the record, or was the record then done and you went shopping, and then Rock Shots said yes?
1: Yeah, The second, we, the, 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 the second the answer, we we ended uh, the, the processes of creation of the album, uh, mixed, mastered, and then we asked uh, from uh, bigger labels and uh, smaller labels, and Rock Shots answered with a real positive uh, Uh, message so uh, and we are very happy to be with rochers they are very uh uh, very good Mm -hmm. we're very happy to to be with them
0: yeah i would agree and you can tell because i have a straight face (laughs) cool okay so we chatted about theater of sorcery the album recording writing getting some serious musicianship on the record uh we chatted about first interview in English, we chatted about the etymology of the word allegory. Allegory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we chatted about how Chris is the, dare I say, better of the two. I would say really the only guitar no. player, but... No, no, no. Luke, Luca is far better than me. <laughs> <you>. He's <laughs> just a sexier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have that. <laughs> uh, cool. Now, that pretty much concludes my questions. I mean, we could get into... The singles "Theater of Sorcery," "Rise from the Ashes." Uh, since the record is kind of a story, how did you guys end up picking singles to pull from it? Like, can we can we truly listen to singles and get an idea of the record?
1: I think, I think that it doesn't reveal all uh, the the, the, poten- the, poten- the potential of uh, the the whole album. We, uh, the, the single which we chose were... Um, it was really hard to choose the singles first because all the people around us that listened to the album preferred one, uh, uh, one different song. So uh, it was hard to choose and what decided to choose the, those singles for the two video clips. There is another video clip that will be released uh, with the, uh, at the same time than the album. Uh, and it's on the song "Holy Kingdom of Fools," so you will you, you will, uh, will see Kevin <laughs> um, slap the bass,
2: slap
1: the
0: bass, slap the bass.
1: Which of the songs? Because uh, it was more easy to uh, to to, um, to call uh, um, Emmanuel Son on the theater of sorcery and uh, Jeff Kanji on the on the second uh, video clip.
2: Yeah, especially
1: especially because of the pandemic. Be- because of the pandemic and uh, because uh, it, were, it was easy for us to, uh, to come uh, next to Bernal, uh, and uh, to, 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 to create the, the video clips. For Rise from the Ashes, I decided to put it on single because it's um, the song with all the vocal guests. And uh, there is a kind of avenger feeling yeah. uh, in the end uh, of the song when everybody f- sings uh, the chorus. Yeah, brut- brutal riffings, uh, two solos. So it was uh, it was like um, um, uh, th- this song is a kind of teaser of all the old, all the other songs of, of the album. So it was uh, uh, it was not that hard to choose the, this one to. To show the people uh, what will be inside the age of sorcery, and uh, we we're gonna release in um, uh, middle March a uh, fourth uh, single named uh, "Let the Wind Blow." Visualizer uh-huh. and we and I just decided to, to put this one because uh, it's one of the one of the the guys and me if, uh, preferred in the album.
2: Yeah, because I made an amazing
1: song, and you made an amazing <laughs> song. <A> sexy song. <laughs>
0: So humble, Chris, you're... uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very humble. (laughs) humble.
0: We are French, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, I'm French. (laughs) We
2: know French people are not that humble, so... Sorry, we are French.
0: (laughs) No, no, I'm just
2: kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding.
0: Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be a good guitar player without your humility. Uh (laughs) perfect okay well then that concludes all of my questions boys was there anything that you wanted to chat about that I did not bring up or ask
2: um,
1: not especially I don't have any ideas me, me, neither.
2: me neither okay
0: no. so okay boys boom how do boom. you say how do you say okay in French just okay just okay it depends
1: so sometimes we say okay sometimes we say yes Sometimes we say, uh, je suis d'accord, but... Uh, Sometimes <laughs> we say, go fuck yourself.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I, wonder, <laughs> I
0: wonder how <laughs> I say go fuck yourself in English.
1: We're not a good example because we we, we use a lot of Anglicism um, yeah. in French, so Chris and me are not a good, good example. D'accord. <laughs> <laughs> d'accord, it's a good example of saying, okay... <laughs>
0: Beautiful. All right. Well, boys, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today.
1: Thank you for for interest for the bands, and uh, hope we go, we can make it again for the second album.
0: As long as it doesn't suck. Don't worry. Okay. (laughs)
1: Always (laughs)
0: humble. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, then, if you guys are still working with Rock Shots, then I'll get it through the pipeline, Uh, and as long as it doesn't suck. Then we'll have you on and we'll chat about the next album and more slap at the bass. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Good. <laughs> and maybe right. slap on maybe the double,
1: double bass. And maybe slap on the double bass. double bass. Slap on uh, the double bass. bass. <laughs> <laughs> Sl- slap on everything. And slap on the drums.
0: <laughs> yes. Extra slap on the drums. <laughs> <Beautiful>. Slap everywhere.
2: <laughs> Take your drum and slap it <laughs> to the drum.
0: All right, boys. Well, thank you so much. Thanks to you. Thank you.
2: you.